Hello and welcome to another episode of the Peace, Purpose, and Prosperity podcast. I am your host, Life Coach Sharika Dunstan, and today I am joined by a very special guest. She is a fellow life coach, and typically I don't do this, but I want her to introduce herself because I can do her no justice. She's amazing, y'all. So welcome my special guest. Well, hello, 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 beautiful people. My name is Sonia Tig. I am a life coach. I am currently walking in my purpose, and I am just excited about it. Um, my main focus is definitely self-care, and I'm talking more than just bubble baths, you guys, and mindset. So I'm just so happy to be here just to have this moment with you all. And we are so excited to have you here. And I have to say this, you know, sometimes when I interview people, it's my first time meeting them, but I've had the chance to talk to life coach Sonia before, and she is everything, y'all. She is everything. She has this self-care thing down pat. She can help you with it. And she is just, I don't know, I, I don't even have the words to describe how exuberant she is, even through the airwaves, even through a computer, like her energy is contagious and I love it. So thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, thank you for having me, girl. You all, y'all can't see it, but I'm blushing. I'm <laughs> blushing. <laughs> so Life Coach Sonia, today we're talking about peace. When I say the word peace, what comes to mind for you? Peace for me is understanding that I cannot control what I can't control. I can only control what I can't control. If that makes any sense, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not here to say that you will be then 24 seven, that's ridiculous. Um, Sometimes life throws curveballs, and we still have to walk that walk. But if you can control the peace within you, it's an easier walk. So for me, peace is just having a calmness in myself with being able to control what I can control. That is so profound. You're welcome. You know, oftentimes people want to control everything around them. They want to control when something happens. They want to control how people feel, but we really can't control those things. We can only control things that are within our control. Hmm. That is exactly it. And let me tell you, I used to be one of those people. I wanted to make everything right for everybody and control the situation um, until it was just a bigger situation that I had no, no power of and I was fighting it. And I realized that in the process of fighting it, I was hurting myself. I was harming myself. I was harming my mental, my mental space, my physical being, um, just my overall 
my overall being really. Um, so yeah, um, once I got that aha moment, um, after being a little frightened, um, then I just came across this new discovery of, of what peace is. So it really takes a shift in one's mindset to find peace. Let me tell you, I don't care what nobody say. Mindset is the foundation for change. If you don't change how you view, how you, how you perceive something, you keep that same old mindset, you're going to be stuck with those same old actions and beliefs. And nobody wants to be stuck, at least I hope not. I don't think they want to be stuck. I think where people um, struggle with is they don't know how to get unstuck. And it's, it's constant work. You know, when we're talking about the mind, it's so funny. How many times have you um, gotten some news or I'll take something very simple as you driving in your car and you hear a clanking noise. You're like, oh God. You think automatically the worst, right? Oh, this is going to cost, this got to be a bad problem. This sounds horrible. Or if you get some news and your mind sometimes tend to go left and just think of the worst scenario. And so before you even have all the information, before you even have the evidence and the proof that it is the worst scenario, and you have to really talk yourself out of that, that mental space. You are so So I remember the time when um, I would always expect the worst. I would say, I'm hoping for the best, but I expect the worst. And I really had to change that. It wasn't helping me. I'm sorry, it's, it's, it's not easy. Did you find it hard? It was very hard because, you know, I was like that for a long time. So to retrain my mind to, you know, expect the good to look for the good to honestly attract good things instead of having those bad things lingering in the back of my mind you know it took a lot of self-work and that's the thing I think a lot of people think it's just going to happen with a, a cookie cut approach right and it's not it's actually I mean you have to develop a plan that's for you it's individualized, right? And you have to put in that work and it's constant work. And even when you think you have it, then you get hit with something else and you have to remind yourself and pull out them tools that you know and put them into play. So let me ask you this. How do you help your clients shift their mindset? With having them been, first of all, let me just say this. Anytime I'm working with some, someone, one of the rules is that you have to be raw and you have to be transparent. Not per se with me, but with yourself, right? And sometimes we don't want to face sometimes the, mm, the negative part of ourselves, right? And so once we can move past that, it's really about just 
excellent question, questions. Um, where's the evidence of that? Why do you believe this? Um, what would life look like if you didn't do this or if you didn't think this way? What is stopping you? And going through those series of questioning, so much more unfolds. It's kind of like you peeling the onion. It's just layers and layers. But at some point, you actually get to the good part of the onion. <laughs> Once you get all those little fine little the outer skin removed, then you get to the onion. Now you can slice it up and grill it and caramelize it, saute it, baby, whatever you want to do with it. That's going to make you happy. And so it's just really just getting them to really just look at their scenarios and their process of doing things and getting them to understand this process has not been working for me, that I need to make a change. And when they actually put into play the things that they are learning, because the tools are within all of us. Sometimes they just deep down, we don't realize they're there and we just need a little help in the mouth. You are so right. And I loved that analogy of an onion and how, you know, it wasn't just the peeling of the onion. It's the, you know, you got to saute it, <laughs> caramelize it. Like that gave me a whole image in my head. I love that. So when you're helping a client with self-care, and I love how you always say self-care is more than just like bubble baths, what exactly is self-care and how can self-care help someone find their peace? So when you're looking at self-care, right? Of course, don't get me wrong. Everyone thinks pampering and there's nothing wrong with that. I am a big advocate for, hey, the massages, the facial, honey, even if we're in quarantine, you can do it for yourself. But you have to look at the other components of your life. You have to look at the mental. You have to look at your spiritual side. You have to look at the physical. You have to look at your finances. You have to look at your social side. You have to look at your personal side. You have to look at your career. In all of those areas, there's some form of self-care. But most people overlook that because they look at like, oh, this is my job. Oh, this is my family. Oh, this right here. Oh, this is, um, I I'm just going to try to work out. I'm going to try to eat um, two more stems of broccoli more than what I did yesterday, which was zero. It's a lot more than that. And when you find that balance across all of those areas, you actually will develop peace because it be a it will be a everything will be in alignment. So it just be a flow, a feeling balance. We cannot control. Here we go. We cannot control the stressors that are in our outside world. Sometimes we can't control the stresses within our inside world, especially during this time. We have loved ones who are sick, loved ones we cannot see. How can we um, make it better? What can we do? And so it's just really looking at that. How can I get centered and balanced? Because the bottom line is, if you guys don't put that, you, you, you all been on an airplane, 
you know, the oxygen mask drop and you have someone next to you and they gasping, gasping for air. You still have to put the oxygen mask on yourself first so you can help that other person. It's the same thing when you're talking about self-care and finding that alignment. All you doing is putting the oxygen mask on yourself. All you doing is making sure that the cup that you are pouring into others is full first for you. You know, you just said so much. Self-care is comprised of all the dimensions of wellness, everything from your mental well-being to your physical well-being, financial, social, everything, even the things I left out. And a lot of people, you know, may focus on just one little aspect of their lives. And like you said, you know, they may forget about their career because they think it'll take care of itself, but all of it makes us who we are. And there are things happening in every dimension of our lives. And it's, it's so hard to not even, you know, um, well, excuse me, it's so easy to try not to think about all those things, but we have to, because as you say, we need that balance. We need that alignment and an alignment is such it's such a necessary thing and i remember in 2020 alignment was my word of the year because i needed to align every aspect of my life so that i could grow and develop into the person i wanted to become and it, it took a lot of self work it took a lot of that inside stuff but you know what what you said you have to put that oxygen mask on yourself first before mm-hmm. you can you know worry about other people you have so much going on within you that you need to think about so then after you're okay you can pour into those others you can help those other people but how can you help someone if you're not okay yourself and that's the missing piece like so many people And I'm not just going to say women, men too. I know a lot of men who are single fathers, raising their kids, working a job, trying to make sure that they are meeting their, you know, um, children needs, making sure they're meeting the needs of the demand, uh, the demands of the job, their family needs, and and anyone else that comes along, right? And, And anyone who's playing more than one role, you have to take time for yourself. You have to take time for yourself. I shouldn't say one role. If you plan a role, even if you are a single person with no children, no responsibilities but yourself, you still have to, you still have to take care of you because you still have going to interact with others. You still want to be happy as you walk this journey called life. You know, and with all things, there's there's good and there's bad. And trust me, when you pour into yourself this way, when the bad comes, it's just a little bit more easier to deal with. It won't take away the bad. No, that's not, that's not what I'm claiming. But it will make that walk easier. 
And I'm so happy you said that, you know, some people assume that once you have a level of peace in your life, that everything becomes easy, all good things happen. But no, this is life. Sometimes we face challenges. Sometimes we face bad things. But I like that reminder from you, Coach Sonia, that, you know, it'll be a little bit easier. And that's 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 really what it is. It will, it will, you know, you will find a way to get grounded in the storm. It's just like if it's a snowstorm, you're not gonna go out in the snowstorm. Hopefully, you wouldn't in your shorts and your your flip flops, right? You gotta put on the right type of gear. And so, when you pour into yourself and you make yourself a priorities in those areas of your life, when the storm comes, guess what? You already got the gear. You're ready. Now, would that wind be strong? Would it kind of knock you off and make you unbalanced? Yeah, it might, but that's okay. If you fall, guess what? You got on the heavy coat, the mittens, the gloves. You got on the, look, you got on the Bernie um, Sanders mittens and you got on your boots and <laughs> That's okay. You just get right back up and keep it moving. Yes. Shout out to Bernie Sanders. Making <laughs> the internet go crazy with those mittens. But yes, like, that's so true. When you're prepared, it's okay if you fall. It's okay. Because you can get back up again. You got on all those layers to protect you. So it'll make it a little bit easier. I love that. And I, I appreciate the fact that you acknowledged that, you know, right now isn't the easiest time for anybody. We're facing so many challenges because of this global pandemic that's just ongoing. And, you know, being separated from the people we love, you know, people are losing family members. There are people who are sick and this isn't easy for anyone. So what advice would you give to someone who is struggling right now? who's having a hard time practicing self-care or finding their peace. Mm. Mm. Look at, look at this, look at this, look at this. So I'm, this is, you didn't call me on a moment of, 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 of I need to share my, my story, I guess. Um, and I'm going to keep it real quick. I'm not going to get too deep, but I will give the highlights just uh, to get the visual. In 2019 of December, my best friend, you guys know that person who's always there for you through thick and thin, but that person also happened to be my sister. She fell ill and pretty much was in a vegetative state, has three children and, 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 and a husband. And in that process, she finally started coming through and a pandemic hit. She's in a nursing home and she regressed. In that process of the pandemic of Black Lives Matter, I'm going to court on Zoom to get guardianship of my sister. In that process, in that process, I'm, I'm battling, I'm battling, I'm battling. And when I tell you I was about to lose my mind and it took me to be still because I started noticing 
always had a constant headache. I had a burning pit in my stomach that just would not go out. And I got scared. I said, man, what am I, I was, cause I'm angry. I'm angry. I shouldn't have to fight some of these fights with all that is going on. And I was scared I was gonna either have a stroke, an aneurysm or develop an ulcer. And I said, well, I'm not gonna be able to care for her. I'm not gonna be able to care for my nieces and my nephew. I won't be able to, to provide the support that is needed if I'm out myself. And so I actually practice being still. Let me tell you all, baby, I started a garden. I grew basil and all types of stuff. Never did it before in my life. I was at indoor plants, but I never did anything like that. I led, facilitated a 21-day um, abundance meditation challenge. Could never meditate before, but I found, I found the stillness that I needed to be able to hear what I needed to hear. I started to realize that holding on to anger and resentment, it does nothing but hurt me. I had to realize that I can only control what I can control. I cannot control the actions of anyone else. And that my sole responsibility was to take care of me and to make sure I can do what I can do for my sister and my family. Even despite all that was going on, even despite losing some loved ones, that's, that's literally what I did. I had to shift because when I tell you a sister was angry and I, I was raging, that's where I was. And I just had to center myself. I had to get grounded. And ever since then, I understand that a new set of boundaries came with that. I have a saying I always say, it's important that you protect your, your peace, you protect your space. Whatever that look like for you. You just gotta find what works for you. So that's what works for me. That's what's been working for me. My sister is still in the nursing home. In fact, she's in the hospital now. Hopefully she, she can go back to the facility in a day or two, had another scare. Um, but I can only control what I can control, right? And so what I have noticed with taking those actions, my nieces and my nephew and their dad and the people around me, they are even more calmer. They are learning ways to find that, that grounded mm, space for themselves. And so I'm blessed right now. With all that's going on, I am blessed. So there you go. Thank you so much for sharing that. You know, I would have never guessed that you were going through all that. And my prayers are with you, your family and your sister. But like, I would have never guessed that because you have this calmness and this peace about you. 
But as you said, you had to get still and you had to find that and you had to listen to your body so that you could find your peace. And you know, you were, you were planting gardens and you were doing things like meditating. Oh, and for that- sure. I mean, prayer, Any, I, I, you know, I, I hate journaling. I do, I'm not gonna lie. Even though I ask my clients to do it, I ask them <laughs> do they like to do it first? Cause I know I don't, but I do like to um, sketch. So I did kind of like a visual journal and write little notes down to, you know, just kind of deal with what was going on inside. And don't get me wrong, I still have my moments. When I got the call um, earlier this week um, that they had to take it to the hospital, I allow myself to have those moments. I'm not saying to ignore um, the emotions that come along with um, hard times or just bad news. But the thing is, babe, you can't stay in those emotions. Because if you do, Trust and believe you will be going down that rabbit hole. And baby, that rabbit hole is dark and, and, and deep. And if you stay in there too long, it's hard to get out of that rabbit hole. Thank you so much for your wisdom. Thank you so much. You know, it's so easy, like you said, to go down that deep, dark rabbit hole but I have to remind the listeners of what you said protect your peace protect your space yes ma'am that's that's key and you have to stay grounded in the storm because the storm will come Mm, mm, mm. see y'all need to get you a life coach who has experienced life who's not just telling you something that they learned in a training, but a a life coach who has taken the steps to work through the issues in their own life, who, you know, has been raw and transparent with themselves, not just one that's going to expect that from you. So life coach Sonia. Can you please tell these people how they can learn more about you? Are you on Instagram? I am. I am on Instagram. Please, please follow me at coach.sonya, S-O-N-Y-A. And you guys, I'm going to go with the Facebook. Please forgive me. I think I got it right, but it will be Sonya, S-O-N-Y-A. And that's Tig, T.S. and Tom, E-A-G-S and George, U-E. That would be the best way to um, follow me. Awesome. And I'll make sure to share the link for them to book a discovery call with you. Well, please do if you you feel, um, you know, that you need some assistance walking this journey, I would be happy to walk it with you. She is amazing, y'all. Didn't I tell you? Didn't I tell you? Like all of this wisdom. And she is here to help you to walk this journey, to care for yourself, to find your peace. Thank you again. I will make sure I include all of her contact information in the description of the podcast. Thank you all so much for listening and for joining us. 
This has been another episode of the Peace, Purpose, and Prosperity podcast, and I am your host, Life Coach Sharika Dunstan.